You know what that means? Do you? We're the underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side. for the Big Dog Sports Talk Power Hour. wherever you might be here on this Wednesday. Weather's a little gnarly out there. A little warmer today, though. Rain falling outside of our studios. David Teal comes up in about half an hour. Joining us now, it's time for the Roth Report with the voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth. From the talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Presented by the University Club of Virginia Tech, Blacksburg's premier private club and event venue. Now along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer and voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. Good morning, William. How are you, my friend? It's good to be with you. How are things on your end today? Hey, it's going okay, man. Yeah. College hoop season going along. We're here now at the end of college football. I mean... Uh, it's rolling. Yeah, it's, it's rolling, rolling, man. How are you? I'm well, so we're going to start today with the transfer portal. Yes. That has... That has replaced the coaching carousel as the top topic. Even no more than the Heisman Trophy Award coming up Saturday. Even more than the impending bowl season yes. of the college football playoff. Fans are absolutely transfixed with the portal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who's coming, who's going, and what's next for so many college players. Yeah, it is. It's the dominant topic, and it's going to continue to grow. I saw this morning the uh, a couple of sites updated it to 1,200 are in now. After three days or two days. That's ridiculous. 1,200 mm-hmm. 1200 players want to move. <laughs> already. Already. And uh, Tech had eight scholarship players. Now, again, uh, I've been maintaining that's not a huge surprise to Coach Pry. He's had these discussions, right? But maybe Caleb Smith's the one that got every, all the fans' attention, right? Yeah. I, first of all, people say, well, is this good or bad for college football? Well, clearly it's bad. Right. This type of movement. Absolutely. It's good. It is good if you are an advocate for players who wish to move because just like normal students, they may want to find a better place. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it's good for those individuals. And B, it is good for a coach who's trying to build his program and wants to turn things around quickly. So if you're a Virginia Tech fan, you're saying, well, it hurts to lose your most prolific offensive player, obviously. But everyone, I think, knows that – the quicker fix, it's important to have high school recruiting. That's always going to be the base of your program. No question, right? Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. However, what we have seen this past year with, for example, USC taking 19 players and get, getting all the way into the college football playoff hunt in one year. Uh, but I think for Tech, as Coach Prime mentioned in his press conference, it's more notable to look at Florida State 
that you build with the high schools, but you also mix in really high-level transfers. And so Florida State, the ACC announced its first, second, and third teams last week, right? Mm -hmm. right? First yes. team, all conference. Florida State had 15 players on those three teams. Mm -hmm. Do you know how many of those 15 were transfer portal acquisitions of the 15? Yeah, it was like 8 or 10, right? 11. 11 of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah 11 of the 15. Now, they're still recruiting Florida's high schools, obviously, but that made a difference, and that's how they ended up with a, a great season this year. Yeah, I, I was disappointed to see Caleb Smith leave for Virginia Tech. He's got a year left eligibility. He's already graduated, and so you wish him the best and hope he finds a place where he thinks uh, he'll be able to catch more passes or, or, or do whatever he wants to do football-wise because he's completed his, his duties clearly academically. Well, as you look at it, and you know the program as well as anyone, I mean, where are you think some of the names going to be announced? What positions do you think Tech's going to look at? Well, first of all, here's here's a political disclaimer. A really good player at any position would likely be welcome, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, well said. You know, obviously right now, just judging by the communication that the coaching staff is having with people out there, defensive line, both tackle and defensive end is really big. Uh, cornerback, and a, and a wide receiver. Those seem to be the three areas. Now, losing Jason Brown, the number two quarterback, means they're going to have to find another quarterback somewhere. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how that goes, too. But those three, D-line, receiver, and corner, seem to be the three areas of focus as of, as of this morning, all subject to change. Yes, absolutely. I, I'm still blown away, Bill. We had six starting quarterbacks in the ACC all leave in the same day. That Isn't just, that amazing? It is. It really is. It really is. And the, and, the, and the poor JT Daniels kid who is now going to – he started his career at USC as one of the top players in the country, mm -hmm. went there. Then he transferred to Georgia, won his first – was he 6-0 or 7-0 yeah. as a starter? Yeah, yeah. Then got hurt. Bennett comes in, and Stetson hasn't left. He's been the starter. So then Daniels transfers to West Virginia for a year, and now he's back. He's going for his fourth team. Wow. Well, let's hope he finds the right fit. <laughs> now, that being said, you know he had lost his starting job midway through, yeah, more than midway through the season. Bennett or uh, Daniels was not starting for WVU at the end of the year when it turned things around a little mm -hmm. bit. Right. All right. Well, how about the hardwood now? Uh, Tech welcomes yeah, in Dayton tonight, huh? An old Atlantic Ten rematch. Yeah, you caught a lot of those games. <laughs> I've been to Dayton a bunch. Tech. You know, first of all, Virginia Tech, I don't understand how the, the Hokies aren't ranked. They're 8-1. and one, They're playing really good basketball. You know, the ACC only has two teams ranked. It's like, I don't understand that. SEC has six teams ranked. Mm -hmm. The Big Ten has five. The Big 12 has five. And you're telling me the ACC only has two? I know. I know. Hokies are 8-1. and one. Now, Dayton's a good test. Uh, they've got all five starters back from a team that won 24 games last year. And they, they were 14-4 and four in their league. And uh, Anthony Grant, who was at VCU in Alabama, is their coach. Uh, they're really good, and they're looking for a really good quad one win. Ready for a bad take? Yes. Ready for a bad take? <laughs> I Hot am. take? What do they call it? Either way. ACC, <laughs> ACC, teams, ACC teams should not play anyone from the Atlantic 10 ever in any sport. Here's the reason. Here's, no, here's the reason. That, that Dayton looks at this game as a quad one road win. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the year, you're trying to get more teams into the NCAA tournament. If I was commissioner, if I were commissioner, that's one of the things that I would do. I would, 
I, as the commissioner, would be in charge of sending some sort of parameter of who you can and cannot play non-conference. I got you. Just so like you want to protect your league about bids that might be open and so forth and not taken up by other, other leagues like that. I got Correct. you. Correct. Okay. That's not good for the fan. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, if I'm if I'm the commissioner of the ACC, I don't care about Atlantic Ten fans. Well, I mean, Ooh, well, such a <laughs> no. That's when you start studying strength of leagues. You go, oh, the Atlantic Ten deserves four bids. Look, they beat those ACC well, teams. Well, that's right. Whereas that's the Big right. Ten, if you look at the Big Ten, you don't see this happening, right? Right. That's why they got they just play each other and yeah. then they get nine bids. It's true. They'll have more than anybody else again. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a good point. And you're right, you got to look at it from a business standpoint. That's a great point. I mean, that's where we are. That's where we are. And I How think, about Justin Mutz, man? Oh, I you're know, talking 27. About a dude. Yeah. He's, uh, he's had, what, six straight double-figure games? Mm-hmm. And if the Hokies win tonight, they'll be 9-1. and one. That'll be their best start in four years. Back in 18, they fin- uh, started 14-1. and one. But uh, beat Minnesota and North Carolina at home, now Dayton, and then the Hokies go up to New York this weekend. So, Exciting yeah. times for Mutz and, and for Mike Young. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That Oklahoma State game up there in uh, the park. The I'm, I'm not saying that you, you you don't play Atlantic 10 because you're afraid of the competition. Back up. So what I'm saying is Virginia Tech ACC teams should be playing more Big Ten mm-hmm. teams. Yeah, makes sense. ACC teams. Sure, right? sure. Don't play Dayton. Play Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't play, uh, I don't know, LaSalle. Play, I don't know. Pick, pick a Big Ten team. Go yeah, play, play Maryland. Yeah, it's Maryland. Right. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, on the ladies' side, now they are ranked, huh? It keeps going Number up. Seven, <laughs> Number seven in the country after the Tennessee win. So tonight, Virginia Tech women are at Boston College. They'll be going on this evening. Uh, both of these games are on ACC Network, by the way. The men at home against Dayton. The women are at Boston College. Since being hired at Tech, Kenny Brooks has not lost to BC five and zero. And he should be 6-0 and after tonight. Yes. Yeah, he's got it rolling down. That was a big win. You know, I know Tennessee's women's program is not what it used to be, but that's you go down there and win on the Blue Bloods court like that, it's tough to win. I'll tell you what, they uh, that was a nice one. Even though they, they couldn't win it like they normally do with their offense, but they found a way defensively. That was, a, that was an impressive win. Sunday was interesting. You know, Virginia Tech men beat North Carolina. The Tech women win at Tennessee on the same day. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a day's work winning against <laughs> it the is. Bloods like that. It is. But here's the thing. Both wins were expected. That shows you where yeah. Kenny and Mike have the programs. Going on the road to winning at Tennessee in basketball was expected, and beating the Tar Heels at Castle was expected. That shows you where they are in those two programs at the moment. Yeah, especially when Baycott was announced he wasn't going to play. It was kind of like, okay. Yeah. Well, what about North that, Carolina that from number one to unranked? Yeah, four straight, too. It goes beyond him not being available. Something's not right right now with Carolina, I don't think. But we'll see. It's we'll only see. the sixth time ever that a number one team has been knocked out of the poll completely. Yeah, and very quickly. <laughs> in a two-week span. See ya. You're out of here. Uh, it is Bill Roth and the Roth Report. We've got the SMA update coming up. We'll get uh, an update on what's going on there as exams. And then uh, the break's coming up. The uh, Baker team, game of the week. Want to see where Bill's focused on with that. And then the NRV Heart Clinic top three as we return after this with the voice of Virginia Tech football, the Hall of Famer, Bill Roth and the Roth Report. Stay with us here on a rainy Wednesday. 
Ocean, Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg. It has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today, the official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. This is Rick Watson, voice of the Radford University Highlanders and host of Big Dog Sports Talk. Let me tell you about my friend Louise Baker with the Louise Baker team of Long and Foster. If you are looking to buy or sell here in the NRV, I can think of nobody better to take care of your real estate needs than Louise. She's meticulous, very detail-oriented, and will work to make what can be a very stressful time as stress-free as possible. Call Louise today for all of your real estate needs. You'll be glad you did. For more information, go to nrvhomes.com. That's nrvhomes.com. From the classroom to the studio to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech Sports Media and Analytics Program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. And, of course, the break is coming up, Bill, but uh, I know there's still things that the SMA folks have to deal with here. Last day of classes, all the final projects for our Sports Center class are due today. I got up very early. Some of the students turned them in earlier, and one of our terrific, talented young uh, lady, Olivia, turned in a package last night, and it is incredible. It is the story of a Virginia Tech student, who a student athlete, who was involved in, I guess we should call it, it it's going to be up on YouTube, so maybe I'll provide the link after I grade it all, but... Uh, it was uh, the story of a Virginia Tech student-athlete who was involved in an abusive relationship, and she developed an eating disorder and how it impacted her mentally and physically. And she turned around to be one of the best athletes in the ACC, and she talked about how she got through it and that it's important when you have something like that happen to talk about it with someone else. And the story was done so well. It's about a four-minute package with pictures uh, that the uh, student provided and it was, it's just so well done. The music, the, the, the production quality of it, the production values are really high with, with music and dissolves and, and dramatic pauses. And she did such a wonderful job of putting it together. And, you know, we do more than just broadcast games. Mm-hmm. One of the things that they have to do is, I say, tell me a story. And that in, in candid disclosure here, that's what we do. We're storytellers. Right. And they had the whole semester to put it together. And it was so well done. And, and, and Olivia, who put it together, her voice is not in the package. It is completely told by the student-athlete. Just the stu- All you hear is the student-athlete and music, and it is powerful. So I'm, gr- I'm going through those. You know, it's so okay. fun to see. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, grading can be arduous, but th- our students are so creative. It's, 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 so, it's so interesting to see and see the stories that they tell. Yeah, I can tell you're going to have fun, right, going through all those. Absolutely. Well, that's great stuff, man. And finals start well, tomorrow's reading day, which means it's going to be a crazy night in Blacksburg because there's no classes tomorrow. <laughs> right. Uh, and then finals start Friday for a week. All right. Now, uh, where are you going with your uh, Baker team game of the week? What you got on the docket? Yeah, here? our Baker team game of the week. And there were lots of ways to go with this. Second or perhaps third year in a row, the Army-Navy game, Philadelphia. Love the Army-Navy Saturday. Game. Absolutely. Both teams are under 500, and it doesn't matter. No, not at all. Not at all. 
Don't ever, I don't ever take that in consideration when I watch that game. Love that game. It's, it means everything, right? <laughs> it's just that that's what it is right there. John Feinstein's book, I read that years ago, The Civil War, and he captures so much of what that uh, rivalry is all about and what it means. It's, uh, I love it. Yes. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, it will be. It'll be a lot of fun to watch. So that's the game of the week, and I don't think there's anything else that even compares to it, to be honest with you. So No, I mean, clearly if you're – I mean, there's some big NBA and NFL games. Uh, although not really. I looked through the NFL schedule. There's a lot of eh. Yeah, it's not a great NFL. week. You're right. You're right. College basketball conference plays going, but conference basketball now, you know. Eh. Yeah, it's yeah, it's early, right? It's December. Yeah, we don't feel like it's kicked in yet. So I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. All right, time now for Bill's NRV Heart Clinic top three. Three, two, one. Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's top three, presented by New River Valley Heart Clinic in Radford. All right, so this one's very timely with what's coming up on Saturday, I see. Yeah, and by the way, I'm not sure th- I'm not so sure there aren't too many people voting for the Heisman. How he ended up with four quarterbacks yeah. is a little bit curious to me, including last year's Heisman winner who had a very good season and is likely the number 1 pick in the NFL draft not making it. Yeah. Yeah. And and and, and so if you criticize the people who do make it, it's like you're being critical of either that kid individually for example, Georgia's quarterback, Stetson Bennett, is in New York as one of four Heisman Trophy finalists, mm-hmm. right? He wasn't even the all-conference quarterback in his league. Right. That was Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker, right. He wasn't the best player on his team. No. That, that's Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, and and if, if, my, my top three... By the way, if, if I was picking the top three players regardless, I think I would go with Will Anderson from Alabama, Carter from Georgia, and Young. I mean, Bryce Young had a great season for Alabama. He's going to be the first pick in the draft. How, how can he not be invited back? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's, a, it's, it's, it's political. It's a quarterback's rule. It, it seems like it's just a quarterback's award. You're right. The best players are not represented for the Heisman Trophy. So I think how it will go down Saturday, I think Max Duggan from TC will end up third. He had an amazing end of the season. Love the kid. Yeah. He had his Heisman moment this past week, but he wasn't even the starting quarterback mm-hmm. the first month yeah. of the year. Yeah, uh, I, I think C.J. Stroud from Ohio State ends up finishing second in this. Uh, really good year, but didn't play well in the last game. And then, just, and if he doesn't win, it's going to be because of his nail polish. Because the Heisman <laughs> does take some things like that in consideration. Yeah, yeah. But Caleb Williams had the best stats. He threw for 4,000 yards. He had 37 touchdowns for SC, only four interceptions. He ran for 372 yards and ran for 10 touchdowns. So he was responsible for 47 touchdowns. It's incredible. And in his first year. I wasn't a fan of what he wrote on his nails. I don't think that that's you let your let your uh, let your play on the field do the talking, mm-hmm. not your fingernail polish. Right? In my call me old school. <laughs> I get it for a rivalry game, right? Like maybe you do something, but yeah, yeah not for Utah. Yeah, not for the. Yeah. No one hates Utah. No. How can you hate Utah? There's a huge Come on. Well, maybe if you're Utah State. Yeah, Utah State. Maybe or BYU. BYU fair. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but USC doesn't hate. Yeah, anyway. Uh, I think Caleb Williams ends up winning it. 
even though I don't think he's – I think Young should. He's not even – he didn't even get invited. But Duggan, Stroud, and Williams, the top three. What do you think? No, you're probably right. I, but, see, I, I agree with you what you said, though, before you got into the top three. I, I haven't paid a lot of attention to the Heisman Trophy for a long time because it doesn't represent what that award, I think, the true spirit of that award is supposed to be. It's now – like you said, how do you not invite a guy back who, who had a better year this year than he had last year? And how do you have Hendon Hooker, even though he got hurt, how is he not there ahead of the other guy just because his team's say, undefeated? I agree with you. I would say that, 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 that Bryce Young and, – and by the way, I've done, I did a couple of Georgia games, so I, I have a chance to see the guy in person. I've watched him on TV. And I would tell Stetson Bennett, who's won a ton of games – without question, and did not turn the ball right. over. Good okay. player. Sure. I would say that in that league – Hendon Hooker and Bryce Young and Will Levis mm-hmm. and I would even say Anthony Richardson at Florida. Those four quarterbacks are better quarterbacks. How's that? And here he is there in New York on Saturday. But again, yeah. he won a bunch. He's a you know he was a walk on and he's his dream. There, there's a story there, but that maybe. Th- that's the Johnny Unitas Award, right? The the story of it. Not yeah. Who's the best best yeah. player college football in my mind on offense is is Bryce Young, and on defense it's uh, Jalen Carter. Yeah, Jalen Carter. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm yeah. I know, I know. And they'll hype it up, and you have a three hour pregame and all this, and it doesn't really mean that much. That being said, it's a great story. It is, but it the is. Heisman's not supposed to just be a feel good. Yeah, right, right. It's lost its way. It lost its way a long time ago. I don't know when it exactly happened. I don't know. As much as it's a quarterback's award now, it's still hard for me to believe that Charles Woodson won it over Peyton Manning, right? That would be another debate <laughs> and that, that is, is wins and losses a quarterback stat. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a, that, that is a good debate because you see strong points on both sides of that, yeah. Because there's a lot of great quarterbacks who put up amazing stats and had Hall of Fame careers, and they got the Dan Marino, right? Yes. You know, is it, you know, um, Brad, Terry Bradshaw's career statistics weren't that good. But They're he, not. But yeah. he won four Super Bowls. Yeah, he had that team around him, right. So, yeah, he'd, be, he'd, he'd have the same number of touchdowns and picks for the year during the regular season. Mm-hmm. And then he gets in the playoffs and elevates his game a little he bit. He did. He did. But I, I would say – Stetson Bennett does not start for Alabama or Tennessee or Kentucky yeah. in that league. Or in that Florida. League. Yeah. Or Florida. Yeah, possibly so. Yeah, he just fits what they do there perfectly. Nah, I think it's a great debate, man. I think you hit it on the head. So I won't be watching any of the Hall of Fame. I mean, any of the Heisman stuff. I'll see oh, the, it'll be good. It's, it's you know. I mean, just for the tradition of it. And, and Chris Fowler does a really good job, and the production's great. And I love watching when all the current uh, the current winner stands in front of all the former winners. And you see all those guys chronologically lined up behind them. Yeah, I do like that, seeing the former winners. That, yeah, yeah. 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 See what they look like. Yeah, exactly. How they how they do it. How they do it. <laughs> All right, man. Well, good stuff. Enjoy uh, grading your uh, class projects. I know you will. And uh, we'll see how uh, Tech Hoops continues to rock and roll this week. I think it'll be a good week for the Hokies. Yeah, I do Guys too. And, the, and the ladies. Agreed. Agreed. See, buddy, have a All right, brother. Take care, man. There you go. That's Bill Roth and the Roth Report. We'll take a break. We'll come back. David Teal joins us in about five minutes as we roll along here on a rainy Wednesday. 